hello and welcome to Generated, the story writing podcast where I take randomly generated elements of a story and then try to put them all together in one cohesive little narrative, all in about eh, 30 minutes or less or so. That's what I made before. As always, I am your host, Neil Browder. Shall we begin? So for today, I'm going to be randomly generating the genre of the story I'm writing, a job or occupation of the main character and a conflict that has to happen. So I'm going to start with the genre. So I'm on uh, a random genre generator. I'm going to go ahead and roll it five times and whatever it lands on, I'm going to stick with it. One, two, three, four, five. Comedy. Oh boy. Can't wait to show my funny bone. Okay. Uh, after that, so genre comedy. Already getting that funny juices flowing. Um, random job occupation. So I'm going to roll this one three times and then whatever job I get is going to be the main character in this comedy's job. He is a marketing director. The funniest job you can ever have. This will be so easy. I don't even know if I know what fucking marketing directors do. Uh, okay, now for the conflict. Uh, so this generator I'm using on storytools.com, it generates 10 at a time. So I'm going to go with whatever is fourth on the list. One, two, three, four. Uh, oh, Jesus. Slaying of a kinsman. Okay. Oh, God, this is fucking horrible. Why did I do this? Uh, okay, so it is a comedy about a marketing director who has just had a kinsman slain. And it has to be funny. Well, <laughs> my first ideas are something... Wow, how can I turn a fucking murder of a brother into a comedy? Uh, obviously, this is a marketing director. Let's call him Derek. Uh, living the uh, ideal white-collar life, 30s. Got a wife and kid. Uh, maybe, maybe his brother lives with him and it's kind of like a two and a half men situation he's kind of like the well i guess he would be the charlie huh uh damn i don't know what to do this seems like a bad idea when i thought about randomly generated elements i thought they'd all fit together way easier um okay marketing director so he's got a big presentation right because that's i think that's what those guys do and it all Hmm. <laughs> okay, I have an idea. I don't know if it's a comedy or not. We'll try to work through it while I talk through it. Um, marketing director, uh, we'll call him Derek. Derek is uh, he's preparing for a big like presentation for work or whatever. So he has to get like uh, his his files ready. And his brother, what do I name him? Derek. Uh, he'll be named Daryl. His brother Daryl is kind of a, a schmuck, uh, lives with him, mooches off him, that kind of thing, and Derek is kind of tired of him. He ends up having Daryl killed, but in like a funny comedy ha-ha way, and then it turns out that Daryl was, or that, oh fuck, what is that? Oh yeah, Derek loses his files that Daryl had on him when he died for some reason, and then he has to dig up Daryl's body to try to get the files back. Is that funny? That doesn't seem like a comedy. Seems more like just like a tragic, tragic, tragic story about siblings hating each other. I think what really screwed me over on this story was that I rolled for comedy, which is probably the hardest thing to write. Comedy and horror are the two hardest stories to write for, uh, especially if you're me and you're not really that funny of a guy. But I'm going to give it a shot. 
I'm going to take a break, take all of this information that I have gotten and try to write some sort of story that makes sense out of it. And then I will come back and read it to you all and see what you think. back from our break uh for you what has been mere seconds has been a day for me while i have been writing and thinking and writing and thinking this small short story it has drastically changed from the original idea i had and has i think become something more suitable to the genre and the words that i wrote for it but we shall see what you think i did not think of a title for this short story yet and i'm just now realizing that but for now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it The Tale of the Dead, Daryl. So without further ado, let's begin. Derek fumbled through his phone contacts, the blood on his thumb wiping across the screen as he frantically tried to find his wife's name among all the others. A wave of panic began washing over him as he heard the dial tone begin. What would happen if she didn't answer? It's 3 a.m., he thought. She'd definitely be asleep by now. And after nine long rings, Derek lost hope and took the phone away from his ear. But before he could hit the end call button, a groggy, hello, came crawling out of the phone. Oh, thank God. Hey, uh, hun, you asleep? Yeah, of course. Where are you? Oh, uh, I'm at work currently. What? I, I thought you were out hanging out with my brother. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I mean, I am, or I was. Uh, listen, hey, I need your help, like, a lot right now, okay? What time is it? Uh, late, or um, early, I guess. Uh, that, that doesn't really matter. Um, you think you can come to the office and bring, like, trash bag, cleaning supplies, gloves, and other things like that? Why? Oh, God, Rachel. Um, okay, uh, Rachel, hon, I... I accidentally killed your brother, and I know that sounds bad, and it definitely, definitely is. I super owe you one, but what is even worse is I need to get him out of here before people show up to work in, like, two hours or else. Or else, or else. I actually don't know what will happen, but I know it cannot be good. Derek turned around as he hung up the call and sat his phone on the desk. The silence in the room weighed on him. He stared at the scene. Daryl was on the floor, just a little past his desk, Blood pooled around his head, his eyes still open, always staring back. I need to sit down, Derek muttered to himself. He went to pull his executive chair out from underneath his desk, but Daryl's body was blocking the path for it to completely come out. Daryl, please, I need this. Derek bent down to grab Daryl when a knocking came from his office door. Derek looked up like a deer in headlights. Carefully, he approached the door, then slightly cracked it open to see the janitor standing on the other side. Oh, uh, hello, Jim. Howdy there. Working late. I uh, didn't think anyone would be here, but heard something from your office. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Gotta keep doing what I do. Work never sleeps around here. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. yeah, that's true. Hey, you need anything cleaned in there while I'm here? Trash need taken or anything like that? Oh no, no, I think I'm 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 great in here, Jim. Thank thank you though. Hey. Hey, no problem. I just do my job. Never sleeps, right? <laughs> yeah, well, uh 
That's that's right. Uh, I'll see you around, Jim. Yeah, you too, bud. Oh, wait. Looks like you got something on your shirt there. Jim touches a small red spot on Derek's collar. Someone eating some strawberry jam? <laughs> My favorite. Jim begins to bring his finger to his open mouth for a taste. Derek quickly grabs Jim's hand. And after they both look at each other for a second, Derek shoves Jim's finger into his mouth and removes the substance. Then looks at Jim seriously. That's my fucking jam, Jim. Learn your place. He slams the door and turns back into the room. He gags and coughs a bit while bending down as if trying to get his body to spit up what he just did. He looks towards Daryl, his eyes still watching. <clears throat> Fuck you, Daryl. He coughs out. About 40 minutes of sitting at his desk with his head in his hands pass before another knock comes to his door. He opened it to see Rachel, wearing her PJs with a jacket and carrying a bag with cleaning supplies. Even when she was a disheveled mess who just woke up 40 minutes prior, he still found her beauty radiant in that dimly lit office. You look nice. Shut up. Yeah, that's fair. Derek moves aside and Rachel walks in and drops the bag of things on the floor. Let me see him, Derek. Oh, uh, you sure that wouldn't be, like, hard, hard for you, or... I'm already here. Just show me. Okay. Derek moves over to where the body now sits up against the right wall of the office. A small trash bag covers Daryl's face. Oh, uh, sorry about the bag. He just, he kept looking at me. I didn't like it. Sorry. He pulls the bag off of his face and shrinks away as he looks towards Rachel, gauging her reaction. She closes her eyes and takes a slow, deep breath. <sighs> you really are an idiot, she says quietly. I know, I'm, I'm sorry, it was an accident. I, No, not because of this, she says as she gestures towards the body. That's not even Daryl. I don't know who the hell that is. Oh. Derek relaxes his tensed up shoulders. I don't know if I should, but I feel a little bit better now. You shouldn't. Right. So where is Daryl? I, I don't know. I thought, I mean, I thought this was him. I was supposed to meet him at Earl's, right? I mean, when I got there, I saw this guy who looked like he was waiting for someone and I walked up and asked him if it was Daryl. He said, yes. And then we hung out, had a good time, made a really good connection until you killed him. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my fault though. We were, I don't care. Let's just clean this up. I have to go to work earlier today and I don't have the time to deal with your shit anymore. I love you. Rachel sighs. I love you too. And that is the end of the Tale of the Dead, Daryl. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as you can tell, a lot of things changed from the, the birth of the idea to the final realization. Um, what started off as a weird, not really funny story uh, in my original idea, I think I tried to transform it more obviously into a dark comedy focused on this kind of incompetent... Uh, character Derek who accidentally mysteriously somehow kills this guy who he believes to be his brother-in-law uh, but his wife who is obviously more more competent than him and uh, we get the feeling he has to clean up from his shit a lot at least uh, that was the perspective I was writing from um, comes and realizes that this whole thing is even worse than she had originally thought and is just kind of over it and wants to get it over with um, and in the end she 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 still loves him somehow. So I think, uh, 
it is a story that a- answers questions but raises a lot more of who 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 are these two what kind of relationship do they have why is this something that she kind of seems to expect and deal with and that kind of thing and of course some of the words i i got the like a I got like a marketing director, marketing director or whatever, and that doesn't directly play into this story. But in my mind, that was still him. That's why he was at this office. That's why he was he was doing things. But naturally, for him to say that he was a marketing director just never came up, and it never seemed important to bring into this story or or natural anyway. But it, it was, I think, at least implied in my head that that was still retained. So I hope that that's okay. I didn't directly force that uh, that word in there. But I think everything else I, I stayed true to. It was a, a comedy in my eyes. I think there was some some little uh, attempts at being funny at least and uh, involved someone who's a, a marketing director position, though not clearly stated. And the death of a kin or believed to be kin, which was the main conflict. <sighs> I think that's it for the for the story. Uh, it took, like I said, it took about a day of me thinking, uh, what could I, what could I do, what could I do, what could I do. I think drawing comedy on this first story was really bad for me. It was not at all what I was preparing for when I was kind of thinking about doing this whole little podcast show. I was really most of my experience writing is is dramatic stuff. It is not comedy. I do not write comedy in general, not in long form anyway. I never have. Uh, so it was interesting having to do that. Plus, I usually, I, I write scripts a lot of the time. I'm a film student. I write scripts. Writing a narrative from a more of a short story perspective is a lot harder for me. And I I, I hope it came across more as a short story, but I feel like there are parts of it that they'll still read as a script because, I mean, I, when I wrote it, it's still, it's still written as a script for me because I just don't know how to write in uh, much besides that format. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to my first story, The Tale of the Dead Daryl. And I'm thinking about doing something in the future um, that could be kind of interesting for the stories. So if you have any suggestions of any kind of random element that I could incorporate into a story, uh, you could tweet at me at generatedpod or send me an email at uh, generatedpod at gmail.com and just tell me like, hey, this is a random occupation you conclude, or hey, this is a random conflict, or hey, this is a random character name or a random title or anything. Uh, submit anything. I'll look through and have some sort of way of randomly choosing one to incorporate into an episode. And if I incorporate your thing, I will uh, obviously give you a shout out and say thank you. That's everything I have. Thank you so much again for listening. And like I mentioned, you can follow the podcast at Generated Pod on Twitter. And you can follow me at Neil B on Twitter and Instagram. Um, now I'm going to randomly generate a goodbye. <laughs> Toodaloo!